Hello, Formula One fans, and welcome back to another special edition of the Starting Podcast to fill your void of Formula One during this summer break. Rome, Max, and I are here today to record an episode that we've been thinking of doing for a little while. You see a lot of these graphics on social media, especially with, you know, budget sheets and how you would put together your Formula One team only having so much money. So, Rome, I'm going to hand this one over to you first before I introduce Max. What are your thoughts on this episode format? Are you, do you prepare to put together your best foot forward? And uh, how confident are you that you're going to have uh, you're going to have the best team when all things done? Because uh, we want to compete against one another. But we also want to have some fun in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like this format's great. I feel like it's what's going to get us more, uh, more excited about F1 and just kind of you know, like creating our own teams. And if we were, you know, a CEO of a Formula One team with the limited budget that we have, like how would we construct this? And I was looking at this chart earlier that I have uh, next to me, you know, and I, and I think I have a good plan for how to beat you guys. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get this competition rolling. But like you said, Channel, let's have some fun with it as well. Yeah, well, Max, if you didn't know, Rome is a very competitive person and that's why I love him. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's let's get into this, Max. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on this format? Obviously, you're the one who just texted me this morning uh, with the idea, and I kind of got on board with it right away. But I mean, are you excited to kind of put your spin, uh, your spin on you know what kind of driver lineup slash team principal slash constructor you would uh, you would the most prefer? Uh, but also having to think on your feet once uh, maybe some of your guys that you thought would be available or, or aren't there. Um, when you're drafting here today? Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's just interesting to be able to create your own team, but also sort of be limited by certain factors. Cause when you just create it based on your preferences and based on accolades, you just end up with super teams. Um, and so by doing it this way, we can kind of make it semi-realistic, but also have it be what we want. Well, good stuff. And honestly, I think I've kind of, undervalued slash underpriced some of these drivers that I have on, on this chart at the moment, but that's the, the fun of it, you know, and we'll have to see kind of how we balance our budget in somewhat. But first of all, we got to determine guys who's going to be selecting first and kind of what order the snake draft is going to go in. So I have this spin the wheel uh, that, that was very popular. I don't know about you guys, but it was very popular when picking projects and picking partners in a, in school uh these fast you know 12 years or so so i'm gonna spin this wheel right now that i have shared with you guys so the first pick of this draft is going to go see i don't know if you guys can see it but hopefully you can see the screen share and it's going to rome rome was going to have the first overall pick um gives you a little bit of applause there as well so remove rome from there and then this is the second overall pick. And of course, the prerequisites of so forth and so far. The so max is going to have the second overall pick, which means that I will have the third overall pick and the fourth. So fourth, I'm going forward because this is a snake draft. So, Rome, I'm going to hand this one over to you. I know you've been prepping for a little bit for the past couple hours. I've been napping for the past couple hours ever since we got off that brainstorm call. So, I I've got to do some. I've got to do some think, heavy thinking on my feet here today. Um, but I know you always come prepared for these episodes, Rome. So give me the first overall pick in this twenty twenty three Formula One draft with a limited budget. Who you got, Rome? And give me a reason why. 
I mean, to preface though, honestly, like you, I didn't prepare this much as well. So I'm just gonna think on my feet as well, but we're just gonna go for it. But I, I already have a kind of a plan going into this, but that could change at any moment because that you, you guys know the draft process gets a little weird sometimes. But anyway, enough of the beating around the bush. I have picked the driver with my first pick, and I'm gonna take five dollars out of the way real quick and take my guy Max Verstappen. Hey, this guy's the obvious pick. You can't pick another driver with this first pick, even if you tried. Guy's dominant. Guy's unreal. Guy's probably already in the GOAT conversation in terms of F1 drivers right now. So this is by far the easiest pick in the draft for me. Good stuff. I mean, Max it doesn't really come much easier than that with the first pick, does it, man? No, it does not. Sorry for the pause, but no, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what are your thoughts on uh, Rome uh, hit, swimming for the fences early on and taking uh, taking the pretty obvious pick, but it's the right pick, isn't it, man? I, I think so. It's like it's like the Spurs taking women. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> well, good stuff. And as Rome uh, writes down, you know, keeps track of these values, and I'm also keeping track of them on this old golf scorecard, interestingly enough, um, how much money we're going to be having left. Uh, so basically the format is before I hand this one to you, Max, for your first pick, just to kind of preface this is the fact that, okay, there are six drivers on the board here. And I probably should have went into this before we sucked the first pick, but Max was a pretty obvious uh, answer. So I think we can introduce this now. So there's basically, there's six drivers on the board, right? Max is worth $5, Lewis is worth 4 Leclerc 3 George Russell 2 Steins and Norris each worth $1. You have $15 to spend. You want to draft two drivers, one constructor and one team principal. Red Bull are $5 in the constructors, Mercedes four, so forth and so on. And then Toto and Horner, of course, the more expensive team principals. Um, we have a couple of them that each valued at $2 as well. Um, hopefully, can you, can you pull up this document? I guess you could probably see it on my screen, Max, can't you, the available team principals and the drivers. So you'll be fine on that front. But uh, I'm going to hand this one over to you now because I think this is where the draft starts to uh, go into some uh, interesting and kind of uh, unknown territory because this can really go anywhere now. All right. Well, with my first pick, I've gone with the car, with the constructor. I'm going with Red Bull for $5. I think okay. that's going to be the next pick because car is so dominant right now that I think even a lot of the other drivers could beat Max Verstappen if Max Verstappen wasn't in that car. So, Interesting stuff. Well, we know how dominant that Red Bull 19 is, and that's kind of what we're going off of uh, currently, constructor speeds. And uh, listen, I thought Red Bull was going to be on the board um, when I was drafting number three, but that's just not the case anymore. So uh, like I mentioned earlier, thinking on my feet a little bit, uh, you know, this, and luckily for us, you know, the shams and the woes of the world aren't uh, leaking our picks before they're even announced. So we have uh, a little bit more fun with this. But uh, yeah, so with my first pick, oh, this is um, this is this is this is going to be uh, going to be somewhat controversial, I think. But I'm going to swim for the fences right here, um, guys. I've gone for. It might not be as controversial as you think, but this guy, you know, is leaning towards the latter stages of his Formula One career, but he's obviously one of the greatest of all time. Um, so I've gone for Lewis Hamilton as my first overall pick. Take $4 off the board for me there, Rome. Um, I think it's I think it's the next obvious choice just because, you know, Red Bull's off the board now. Um, 
And Lewis is available. And let's not forget that he does have seven World Drivers Championships. I mean, the guy has done so much for Formula One on and off the track. And I think that for me, it's it's the obvious pick. But I guess what are your guys' thoughts on that? I don't want to get I don't want to get your uh, I don't want to give away your guys' plans for the future in this in this episode. But I guess do you guys think that's a solid pick there, Lewis, at at, at number three? I think he's probably the next best option you're going to find other than Max Verstappen. So honestly, I'm not mad at it. It doesn't change my plan at all, but I, I could perfectly see with your circumstances for sure. Yeah, I'd agree with Max, that. Max, what are well. your thoughts? Yeah. Same as Rome. Good stuff. Well, the snake draft uh, is uh, coming back to me now. So with the fourth overall pick in this driver slash constructor slash team principles. I think that the car is is important and I saw and, and you saw that when Max took Red Bull with the number with his number one pick, his his first pick in, in his draft. So I've gone for to pair up Lewis with Mercedes, um another four dollar pick. Um which means if I'm being track at home, I've got seven bucks remaining. Um so I've gone for Mercedes, um, and now I'm going to hand this one back over to Max with his second pick. I'm interested to see where he takes us now with two gyros up the board, um, and, 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 and he's got Red Bull as a constructor. Hmm. I'm thinking here. I think, oh, with my pick, my second pick, fifth overall pick i think i am going to go for george russell at two dollars interesting interesting okay uh rome uh george russell obviously according to our monetational values was not the best driver available on the board but you can understand why max went that direction um because of the talent that's there you know, maybe saving up some money for later down the line, you know, for another driver, but also for his, uh, his team principal. Um, but uh, I guess what are your thoughts on that pick, Rome? I, I, you know, I'm a big George Russell fan. I know you think I'm not, but I am. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was obviously that infamous moment last year when I was uh, basically propping George Russell the whole season. And then when it got to the sprint race and he was on pole, I said he wouldn't win. So that was great. Um, but your thoughts on uh, Max taking uh, George Russell? George Russell in that RB nineteen car. I mean that 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 would do wonder that that would do wonders in my opinion. Yeah, that 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 pick is ridiculous. I mean, if you put George in a Red Bull, like he'll he'll be one of the top three drivers on the grid easily. I mean, just with his pace and you know he hasn't been that great as of late. Kind of been in that P five P seven range, but when he gets a car like Red Bull and with the pace that he has on good days. Like that, like that car goes in the podiums on most races. But over to my pick now. I mean, there's a bunch of different ways I could go with this, but I'm gonna lock out my driver lineup with an absolute steal at one dollar and pick up Lando Norris. I mean, with the way this guy's been driving as of late, I feel like he's catching my eye immediately and for a bargain, basically, because this guy's one of the best British drivers on the grid, not named Lewis Hamilton and not named George Russell. I mean, there's only three drivers on the grid, but th- th- that that's just safe to say that that British driver group is just insane. And I feel like any, any one of those guys can perform well with the great cars, as, as we've seen with Lewis for a number of years and then George and hopefully Lando in the next few years. So 
I, I feel like Lando perfectly compliments Max and they've been great friends since their carding days. And I feel like that friendship will kind of blossom as, as, the, as the fact that they're teammates, even though Max can be, you know, a little hard sometimes. Uh, I feel like Lando could kind of calm down, ease him up, have some fun with him a little bit. So I feel like that dynamic is going to go really well. So I feel like I have, a, it's a steal for me to get Lando Norris at number one and still have $9 left with the most money left still in this draft. Good stuff there. Uh, Max, your thoughts on that, but I'm going to hand this one back over to you for your third selection as well. Um, I mean, I kind of stole my pick there. So <laughs> um, I guess I do support it. I kind of have to, right? So let's see what you do with the next pick. Oh, yeah. Because it goes back to me. I forgot about doing a snake. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so for the, I'm going to go with a constructor next. I don't have a lot of faith in Ferrari because we all know with them, they don't have the greatest strategy and the greatest team structure. We already have Red Bull and Mercedes off the board. So it's either Aston Martin, McLaren, and Alpine at two or Williams at one. And I feel like it's just, I don't know, based off of like over the past year or so. And I feel like that engine might go further. I'm going to go with Aston Martin. I mean, I, at first, before the year, I was kind of like, I don't know about this. I was like, they were P8 in the Constructors Championship last year. Didn't know where they were going to go. But with Fernando Alonso in that car, and honestly, as much as we like to hate on Lance Stroll, he's been somewhat decent in that car too. But it's only because it's been a good car. So I feel like that engine's been working wonders for them. Yeah, it hasn't put in great results as of late, but Aston Martin's definitely doing their thing for sure. And they know how to put the, uh, they, they know how to get their car right. So I got Aston Martin for $2. Good stuff there. So if you're keeping track at home, Rome now has $7 remaining. Um, so he's spent eight bucks already. Max, you have spent seven bucks in just two rounds. And I'm, I'm assuming that's going to just keep on uh, that. That trend's going to keep on going here. I mean, there's, 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 there's one driver on the, I'm not trying to force your hands, but there, there is one driver on board that, that is still on the board that I am kind of shocked. He's still there, but I think, I think he might be exactly a, a certain, a certain driver with this pick. Exactly right. I'm taking Charles Leclerc, not letting him fall to you. $3. <laughs> give me him. Next to George Russell. Wow. Two, that, that, two, two guys who came into F2 and absolutely dominated both in their first years of F2. Two guys who are regarded to have some of the most talent on the grid. I think I got one good driver bearing. I think you do as well. And while I don't think that will ever happen, unfortunately, uh, in, in, in a fantasy world, I mean, this, this, is, this is what we're doing here and we can put these drivers together and you're, I think you're using your value most wisely so far. So uh, good on you right there. And it's unfortunate because, you know, I really want to play my boy Leclerc with, with Lewis because, uh, you know, there's been reports of, you know, them potentially being teammates, whether that be a Mercedes or Ferrari in the near future. Um, more likely Ferrari, Mercedes, George Russell wouldn't going anywhere anytime soon. But I've spent $8 so far. So I have $7 with two picks for left. Um, and just to recap, I've picked Lewis and Mercedes. So, um, I'm not sure if I want to understand the driver trend here, um, but I kind of, I mean, you guys have already taken your two drivers, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So, I, I mean, I'm going to have to take them at some point. 
So I've gone with Carlos Sainz for $1. Um, he was the last driver to remain on the board, but this guy has a Grand Prix win. He's outperformed Charles Leclerc this season, if we're being honest in that Ferrari. And um, off current form right now, he's one of the best one of the best drivers on the grid. And I think in that Mercedes car, you know, he can do wonders, especially if Mercedes get back to their old dominant days. And I'm looking forward to Lewis kind of mentoring the likes of Science. I know Science is kind of older than we think, though, isn't he? He's like 27, 28. But um, so he has a couple more years left in that Formula One. But he's, so far, it's been so good for him um, at the McLaren team. Then, of course, coming over to Ferrari. So, you know, that transition has gone smoothly. And I think um, that that driver partnership is going to be um, very successful. So now, guys, I have $6 remaining. And, I mean, I think it's kind of the obvious pick here. Um I've got to go with the team principal uh, to close out my draft. Um, in my opinion, that's the most, uh, probably one of the most, if not the most dominant team principal in Formula One history. And I'm going for Total Wolf for $5 um, to round out my team, guys. Um, so that, I mean, I have a dollar to spare, but I was kind of forced in my hand to pick in signs, which I'm still happy about, but... Um, I'm going to go for Toto at $5, get him off the board so none of you guys can, can snack him. Um, and, uh, I've gone for mostly, I mean, besides George Russell guys, Mercedes, that's my team. So, uh, <laughs> uh it's interesting how that kind of panned out, but Max, I believe it is now your turn. Um, and is this going to be, this will be your last pick, will it not? Yes, it will be. Um, and with my final pick with. I've chosen a team principal, obviously, because I have to. And that will be Christian Horner, the obvious pick here. Not quite as successful as um, as Toto Wolf, but, you know, still at, at the end of the season, he'll be responsible for six constructors' championships, seven drivers' championships. Same amount of drivers' championships as Toto, one or two less constructors, but... Um, um, over multiple different stints. So he's proven that he can do it in multiple different generations with different generations of drivers. So I think that's the right pick there. So Max continues the theme of uh, leaving $1 on the board, uh, but he's still got a very strong squad in my opinion. And we'll talk about our squads after and kind of um, muscle one another um, and kind of beat around the bush. Like Rome likes to say, we're going to stop doing that um, towards the end of this. But Rome, uh, you have... Let's see here. You have seven dollars remaining, um, and you got to pick a team principal because you haven't so far. So uh, who are you going with? And uh, honestly, now Rome, it's not even really about the value, in my opinion. It's about honestly who's who's the best team principal out of the four we might we have remaining. Honestly, like to probably many people's shock, whatever for what I'm going to pick here. I think people might think I'm going to pick Stella. I uh, think people think I'm not going to pick Otmar uh, or keep the Aston Martin trend with uh, crack or frack there. But I will pick with $1, James Vowles. I mean, this guy, like, I was super excited to see this dude come into the fold as team principal for Williams. You could tell he's an honest dude, knows exactly what he's doing, has that experience with Mercedes, been mentored by Total Wolf, and now brings that experience to, Willi uh, to Williams and has been absolutely outstanding for them. 
probably been one of the best team principals that that we've seen in a long uh, well that that they've seen in a long time and he'll be one of those up uh, up and comers throughout the grid and could, could probably if if he performs well in the next few years could probably uh snatch a big three job away from somebody so i have a lot of faith in james Valls. i feel like he brings a lot to the table and this is just basically like spending on bargains right here like I, I i just keep picking the cheap ones but they're the diamond in the rough in my opinion i feel like you could do whatever you want with them you you, you can buy the lamborghinis you can buy the ferraris and all that but i'm, I'm going into goodwill and buying some of the best stuff there and you never know what you never know what you could you never know what you can come out of it so this is this is just how my team is looking and I, i'm like i don't know this is probably this is probably one of those bargain deals you just can't pass up honestly you really brought some like original retro Jordan ones with that Max Verstappen pick then proceeded to buy all the rest of his shoes from Goodwill from Goodwill. <laughs> hey, but it's, hey, but it's, but it's good, but it's good Goodwill. It's not some cheap yeah. Goodwill though. We're, we're not, we're not even <laughs> talking about that right now though. That's the problem. See, no, I see, see people think I'm buying the bad Goodwill. This is the good Goodwill. We got to We got to preface that first. <laughs> I agree. I, I would have gone with with James Valls with that last pick as well. I think he's he's been around success at, at Mercedes all these years, and this first half of the season with Williams has been way more than they could have expected, especially after last year, which was highly anticipated and just not good enough. And I think this year that team and everybody in it seems to be happier and working at a more efficient clip. Well, while I'm doing some calculations on what would be the betting favorites out of these four teams in my uh, little formula that I've created here, uh, why don't you guys kind of bust each other um, about their, uh, the other selections and uh, let's have some uh, friendly banter here. So I'll hand this one over to, uh, to Max first. Max, your thoughts on, you could talk about my team too, not just Rome's, but uh, where, where, where do you think we went wrong potentially um, while I calculate some of these betting odds? Well, I will say um, I do think Rome went wrong with the first overall pick. I think Max Verstappen deserved to be the second overall pick. I okay, think, wait a minute. I no, think no matter what happens, today. the car is the most important. We're not doing this today. We're not so doing this today. Max Verstappen is the best driver on the grid, pick? dude. He deserves to be the first pick. I'm sorry. There's no other way you can describe that. I'm sorry. But does he win without that car? Yes. Yes, one thousand percent. Yes, regardless of whatever car he's in, he could be in a Williams or an AlphaTauri the next day, and he might even still win. But what about, about what he years? did in Spa last year? Look, he went from P fourteen to P one, bro. What are we doing? Come on, what are we but doing? But that's partly because of the car. He wasn't doing that in 2016, 17, and eighteen. Not twenty nineteen or twenty twenty either. Well, he, he just was a different dude then. Now he's like for real. It's like <laughs> this dude is coming full force. So we can't we can't just sit here and deny that, Max. Like, I, I mean, this is your guy's namesake, dude. You got to be showing love for your fellow Max, dude. What? Like, I don't understand, dude. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I, ha- I have. I think to I, think I got this nice speech to say. I think I won the argument. Let's go. <laughs> I have to you because you had the first overall pick. hey i mean to be fair though like shane Shane was kind of a biased mercedes fan with like the three out of the four mercedes mercedes ish picks bro i just gotta put that out there i just picked the best so many options you had to go like for real i don't think the best options (laughs) i think i might have won this draft i think i got the overall best team 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of no, have to agree with that. As much as I love my team, I have to agree, honestly. Yeah, there's no weak points on my team. Mm, Leclerc's a big weak point. We're just putting that up there. You think Leclerc's a big yes. weak point? Yes. Really? Especially this year. Especially this year. This year? Ah, yes. I don't know. By far, yes. <laughs> Dude's got the know. yips right now. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but I think, honestly, regardless, though, that's still a really solid team. I think if George is in that Rebel car, I think he'll do well. Mm. And, you know, corner. All right, so – so question, question then. Regard like disregarding current forms, I'm talking like talent because we know Charles Leclerc is one of the most talented to ever come into the sport. Like th- there's many things to support that. So is George Russell. Mm-hmm. They both did. I mean, Charles Leclerc did one year in Alfa Romeo. It was called Sauber at the time. Then 2019 was with Ferrari, then signed the longest contract in the history of Ferrari. Michael Schumacher didn't get that contract. Sebastian Vettel didn't get that contract. Nobody got that contract. Charles Leclerc got that contract. And Mm -hmm. then when it comes to George Russell, he came through in F2 the year after Charles Leclerc came through in F2, did basically the same thing, if not more dominant in F2, came in a couple struggly years in Williams, not really his fault. Mercedes were sticking with their guns in Lewis and uh, and Valtteri at the time. But since he's gotten to that Mercedes, he's done nothing but impress. So question, if those two are both in the Red Bull car over a full season and they do, or in their in the Red Bull car and they do five seasons, mm-hmm. how many championships does each of them win? So let's say Red Bull wins all five. Right. Who do you think wins more? Oh, I think just out of pace, I think I'm going to give the slight edge to George. I think he'll get three. And then in that case, Leclerc will get two. I just think, you know, with stuff that's happened in Ferrari, I mean, now we're kind of living in a fantasy world. I'm just kind of using past experience to kind of make my decision here. But I just feel like what George is doing in the Mercedes right now is incredible. And I guess – I mean, Leclerc's had a few race wins here and there and a few poles here and there, but I don't think he just hasn't really been established yet in that Ferrari. I don't feel like he's gotten comfortable. I don't think he's gotten a rhythm just yet. And I feel like Russell's already doing that in his second year with Mercedes. So I feel like just off that alone, I feel like George Russell should get three and then Leclerc should get three. All right. Well, how about this? Because I don't necessarily disagree with you. I I won't say my opinion either way because I think it's unfair to either driver to say that one's better at this point in time. I think until one of them like legitimately proves it, I I can't say either way. How about this? Mr. Saturday, George Russell versus Charles Leclerc, who we know is a ridiculous qualifier. He has, I don't know, I'm sure you can Google it, Shane, how many poles he has. He has more than Max Verstappen. I know that. Um, and he only ha- he has all of those poles in from 2019 to 2022. And so does Max Verstappen. But Max Verstappen had three years in the Red Bull before he got his first pole. Charles Leclerc got his first pull in the Ferrari at the second race in at his second race in Ferrari. Mm-hmm. So George Russell versus or versus Charles Leclerc, who's getting pull more often? Oof. Who's getting pull? Because they are two qualifying maestros. Yeah. Shane, feel free to, to jump in on this one as well. It's gotta be Leclerc, guys. It's gotta be Leclerc here. And you I think so? I don't and I love George Russell, but I don't think it's close. Yeah, I kind of I kind of have to agree with that too. I I think it's a little bit closer than what people think. I think especially with that what like P11 he had in like Spain or Canada for qualifying, that was not good for him. Uh, I just feel like, you know, 
I think race pace is a little bit better than qualifying. So I feel like just based off of polls and what you've said about Leclerc, all those crazy polls he had, I think I, I, mm-hmm. I got to go Leclerc in that sense. I, I think I agree. I think I, I would say, in my opinion, Charles Leclerc has the most natural pace in terms of talent. Mm-hmm. I think his absolute peak ceiling in terms of pace is a little bit higher than George Russell's. But I think the difference between the consistency, I think George Russell is a, a much more level-headed, consistent driver, mm-hmm. makes up for that. And I think that's why George Russell would ultimately win in a whole season in the same car. Right. I don't think he would have more pulls. I think he would be doing a lot of winning from second. But I just think his maturity and his consistency is ridiculous. And I think that would trump Leclerc. Yeah. All right, guys. So Vegas has spoken. Um I've done a little bit of formulating here. Um, so, at plus 100 to win, uh, we're, we're doing this based off the Constructors' Championship because it's a team effort. Um, so, you got two drivers. You got one constructor. You got one team principal. At, you got plus 100. Uh, the odds-on favorite to win the Constructors' Championship is uh, CEO Max Lindenbaum um, to win – uh, the uh, Constructors Championship, but coming in a close, very close second, very close second, uh, plus two fifty, is Rome's team, and uh, a little bit farther back at plus four hundred, uh, you've got your boy uh, Shane's uh, CEO team. We might not be great in stature or great in points this season, but I'm looking forward to the the next couple of years. And I think, you know, these odds are, 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 are skewed, but I've just gone <laughs> off the fact that you know, I've just gone off the fact that these are the points that so I basically added up the points from you know, for example for Rome for Verstappen and for for Norris and then for Aston Martin, you know, and then I added on how many constructors championships or team principals or whatever that is, whatever that was, I believe it was zero, but still. Um and then I did the same thing for, for each of us. Um Toto can only get me so far with his eight constructors championships. But uh, the the thing that, the, the thing that killed me was you, you one of you guys had Max, one of you guys had Red Bull as a constructor. So that's kind of what hurt me a little bit going mm. off this year's standings. But um, I guess who would you put your money? I know I know we'd be we'd be very biased, but um, you know Max. So Max is in uh, what is Max in Aston Martin. Um, I'm just going off the number one drivers here, but Claire is in a Red Bull and Lewis is in a Mercedes. Who are you putting your money on to win the World Drivers Championship individually? I'll hand this one over to you first, Rome. Leclerc in a Red Bull and Russell in Red Bull too. I feel like both those guys can win a world championship in that car. Cause it's like what like we said before, those guys are both talented when they're when they're on the right path and they're succeeding every race. So but you put them in the Red Bull, they're deadly. So those two for me immediately. Yeah, good stuff. I, I think I think that's probably right. I think the Red Bull car is so dominant right now that do I think Russell or Leclerc are going to be winning by the enormous margin that Verstappen wins by? No. Do I think it will still be a big margin? Yes, because that car is ridiculous, and that's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> this first pick, I mean, he took him right off the board, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, one last uh, point for myself. You know, I had the third pick coming into this draft. Um, I, I The two options that I was looking at were off the board, and uh, I had to kind of uh, put together a team that 
you know, hasn't been hasn't been doing the best over the past couple seasons, bar maybe even Carlos Sainz, but I think that's got a lot of potential. And if if we're talking about to their fullest extent, like I still think Lewis is up there in the top two, top three driver on the grid. Um, if you get no in the car, he's top, he's top two, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I've kind of, I don't know. I still think my team is pretty good, and I think under the 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 guidance of Total Wolf, um, I I do agree though that my team is probably would probably be the least favorite to win out of all these teams. I agree with that, but I still think I have a confident chance if we put this. Into football manager or not football manager, my lord. Oh my gosh. Formula one manager. manager. I've been t- I've been playing too much football manager recently. Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean, which actually would be a fun kind of thing to do. And I'm actually I know I, I'm gonna look up um when uh F one manager twenty twenty three comes out. I, I I know what I know what day it is, so I just forgot the twenty seventh. So we still got like two weeks till it comes out. And, like, I was talking to Max about this the other day, Rome. I'm, like, very eager and, like, very tempted to buy F1 Manager 2022 right now just to kind of play it out. But it's the same price that it was when it opened. So, it, I, yeah, it's, it's like, 55 bucks. But then I also have to wait two weeks for F1 2023. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what your boy does. But now with these, now with these rankings, and I kind of want to put these teams together and see who kind of does the best. That would be kind of fun. It's like an yeah, actual that simulation. Sure. That would yeah. be fun. Shane, I think I think the 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 biggest like disadvantage or advantage in this draft was not actually the Red Bull car being the biggest advantage. I honestly think the biggest disadvantage was you getting stuck with Carlos Sainz. Yes, for mm. sure. I think like I don't it's probably I don't the worst out of all six Carlos drivers Sainz. that we had available. Yeah, I don't yeah. dislike Carlos Sainz at all, but yeah. the five other drivers that were in this draft, I hold very, very, very highly, and I just don't hold mm. Carlos Sainz as high as I hold any of those other drivers. Honestly, to me, mentally, that's why. Yeah, honestly, to me, I feel like you could probably put Albon, and that's fine. I'd be fine with that, too. What about Alonso? Yeah, even Fernando That's Alonso. I was going to say Alonso. I was going to say we probably should have put Alonso in this draft, just thinking about it now. I just totally forgot about him. It's okay. We can do another draft where we can just, like, have free reign of any car ever, any driver ever. Like, you could say, I want the McLaren the archives. right? Yeah. We got we got to reach deep in our bags with that with that one though. That's the thing. I I think I think you guys might need to do some teamwork on that one to beat me with For that sure. one. <laughs> yeah, we 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 might need to double team you on that one, buddy, because you're like yeah. The, yeah we have to tag team you on that one, Max. Um, <laughs> but yeah, last thoughts uh, before we uh, before we get off this call. I mean, uh, did you guys have fun with this? I know I certainly did, and uh, you know I'm gonna try to. Make, Rome and I are going to try to make a way so we can put this uh, into a graphic somewhat, even if it's the worst looking graphic of all time. Yeah, I know. This was fun. Super yeah, fun. it was a lot of fun. Thanks. Well, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, for the Starting Grid podcast, um, you know, this was our second edition of uh, the Summer Break Void. Um, so we now have two episodes to release during that time. Rome and I kind of figured, you know, we're going to be very busy in August when the, when Formula One kind of comes back or when it's actually in its actual break. So um, we figured we record these episodes now in, in, the, in the beginning of July slash middle of July um, to then release them at that time. So who knows? Um, we could be totally looking at this a different landscape, uh, landscape if, uh, you know, Carlos Sainz pulls out a win, you know, one of these days um, on the grid. But uh, right now, you know, Lando is definitely the, 
definitely the the name that everyone kind of wants. So uh, for for Max for Rome, uh, this was for Shane. This was starting a podcast, and I hope to see you guys back here soon. Uh, we're going. To, I know Hungary will already be over by 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 the time that this is released, and so no, and will Belgium, right, Rome? Belgium too. Yeah, yeah. Belgium's right before the summer break. So um, I'm actually trying to get to Belgium next year. I'm trying to go to Spa. Um, uh, my family might be able to work around that because we're going to be out in Europe. So that'd be a lot of fun if that opportunity presents itself. But uh, yeah, so uh, we'll see about that. But uh, until next time, Four One fans, uh, enjoy whatever day you're listening to this to, and uh, hope to uh, hope to hear your guys' reviews on these episodes.